0: Welcome, everybody, to another action-packed episode of The Last Ones In Podcast. I am Jirai Archuleta, joined today by Robbie. What exactly makes it action-packed? And E! Hello. Uh, it's action-packed, Robbie. It's me. I Hi. make it action-packed. Yeah, he's that. That's why. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you see E's hair, if you like zoom into it real close, you'll actually just it see It's just it. a bunch of lice mm-hmm. fighting just each other. Just fighting it out. just like It's like Futurama up in there.
1: So that's how you get rid of lice, is you get two different breeds of lice to fight each other. Yeah, you have to it's show like them- hamsters, really. You have to show them Power
0: <laughs> Rangers and then John Wick, uh, and then they just like- and Then they fall asleep. And then, oh, okay, well. <laughs> now I'm just lying about John Wick. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, today, we watched the 2017 Power Rangers. It is one of three Power Rangers movies that have come to theaters. Uh, the first was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which is where they get their weird monkey ninja, uh, powers. Which is non-canon, by the way. That movie did extremely well. Also, non-canon. Uh, non-canon. The money they made was non-canon. The money they made was spent on a cannon, probably. <laughs> uh, there. Then after that was Turbo. Uh, so by, so the series of Power Rangers, you had Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That was three seasons. After that, you had Zio, and after Zio, you had. Turbo, after Turbo you had Space Force, but after Zeo, there was another Power Rangers movie that was in theaters, and that is canon, because that's actually technically the pilot episode for uh, Turbo. Turbo. <laughs> and then after Turbo, you get Zeo, which is where the basic run of Power Rangers storyline ends. From Mighty Morphin all the way up to Zio is one storyline, and then after that it's separated things, and then they call back to each other sometimes with the actors and cameos and stuff like that. Uh, this is the third (laughs) Power Rangers movie to hit theaters, and I believe it is the worst performing of them all. You know, I think there's probably a common ground there. Of what? Why it's the worst performing? Yeah. I don't think so. Turbo's, Turbo's not good. It's for Turbo's fun. You get Kimberly back, you get Jason back for a little bit, that's fun. See? Um. All the movies
2: with the original actor for Jason did well. And this one, the unoriginal actor for Jason didn't.
0: There is some connective tissue there, uh, but Tommy wasn't all of them. That's true. The guy who played Tommy wasn't all of them technically. And if you think about it, the girl who played Kimberly's in all of them as well. So there's that. There's that. <laughs> I don't know what that's worth, but I'm I'm for the stick- Snickers
1: bar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? I'll take it. I like Snickers. <laughs> My, my point still stands, though. Your point still stands. Uh, this is also the one with the biggest budget. This looks the best out of all of them quite easily. I don't know if you remember the original Power Rangers movie, Robbie. I feel like we watched it a whole lot as children.
1: As children, we watched it a lot as an adult. I have
0: not watched it once. But I do have some remembrance of it. Well, it's all about ooze in that one. It's not good. It's bad, actually. But they did have a lot of... They had more budget behind it than they do for a normal series of Power Rangers. So you actually got the actors like in there filming, fighting, and stuff like that. Right. And then since they spent all that money like training the actors, once you got into Zeo and stuff like that, you got the actors actually being out of costume fighting a lot more, which was nice. This entire episode, by the way, is an excuse for me to talk about Power Rangers for three hours. It's one of the <laughs> no, few things Dry
2: allows himself to feel nostalgic for. <laughs>
0: it really is. I love Power Rangers. It's so good. It's fun. I, I mean,
2: it's yeah, it's fun. It's it's a neat thing. I, 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 I think it'd be hard pressed to find anyone under the age of like thirteen that would be like, nah, the idea of a bunch of guys in suits fighting <laughs> monsters is dumb.
0: Yeah, like yeah. no, everyone loves the Power Rangers. Yeah, so we watched the 2017 Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, it is rated PG-13. That's surprising to me. For sequences of sci-fi violence, action and destruction, language and for some crude humor. Also, it is 124 minutes long, so just barely over the 2-hour mark. And I'm just going to put this in here right here since I have it available to me. If you would like to watch it before listening to the rest of this episode, you can do so for free on Tubi with ads. With a subscription from FUBO TV or a premium subscription from Hulu. And then YouTube, Google, Redbox, Voodoo, and Amazon Prime are $3.99 and up for rental. I'm also I'm sure there's a purchase option in there as well, if you would like.
2: If you want to watch the original Power Rangers, is that just on Netflix or do you know off the
0: top of your head? I feel like the original is on Netflix, but I can double check here. Let's see, Mighty Amorphin Power Rangers. I feel like Netflix is the place it would be. Yeah. Maybe it's not actually. Oh shoot. Is it is it fake news? Their special is on there for sure. Yeah, you saw yeah, it. Yeah, it turns out Zio's a little bit different. Zio's great, man. So I don't know. Actually. I'm not sure where you can watch it. The Go on, on
2: YouTube Netflix. and look up Power Ranger Morphin full episodes, no virus, and you'll
0: probably find it. Probably. There are hundred and fifty three <laughs> episodes for the first for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Just three seasons. It's a lot of Power Rangers. It's a lot the of Power seasons. Rangers. And the best story arc is... Season two is basically skippable. you mean going skip all. It's all filler. All of season two is filler except for like two episodes. Uh, season one has the five-parter of evil or green with evil, which is where they introduce Tommy as being like... Yeah. Cause oh, he starts see... off as a
1: bad ranger and then yeah. turns into a good ranger. And...
0: Yeah. Because he act- actually is like a background actor for a lot of it before then. And then, like, he, they, like, start talking to him more and more, and that turns out he's the evil Green Ranger, which is, like, super easy to call, because he's wearing green all the time. And it's, like, a five-parter. It's, like, really epic, and, like, him just fucking up the Rangers until, you know, he's not, and then after he's done being the Green Ranger, he turns into the White Ranger.
2: And then in the fourth episode, they're like, oh, my God, Tommy, and then it cuts to an ad break, and it's like, if you guys buy all of the Green Ranger toys at Toys R Us
0: today, (laughs) we will release the fifth episode tomorrow. That would be great. Um... But yeah, uh, at the end of season three of Power Rangers is when like, their first base gets destroyed. like gets completely blown up and fucked up. They lose all of their powers, and that's when the Zeo Crystals get introduced, which is important to, to mention Zeo Crystals, because that's a big part of the plot in this as well. Yeah, Which I really appreciate, actually, that they have the Zeo Crystals in here. In this movie, there's actually a ton of callbacks to Mighty Morphin. Right. Which is super fun. Except for Bulk and Skull aren't in this at all, which is a little disappointing.
1: I mean, they're always just kind of uh,
0: comic relief, if you will. They were comic relief, but they were in it from the very beginning all the way up through to the end of Zio. Or not, the uh, to the end of space. That's yeah. a long time to be comic relief on a children's show. They aren't even comic relief at the end of space. They're like just oh. heroes, man. They have a great character arc, actually.
2: Yeah, the he, he becomes like the the brown ranger and he has like a rubber chicken as his sword.
0: No, they never, I don't, I think maybe there's one episode where they like pretend to be rangers actually. But for the most part, like all of their stuff through mighty Morphin is them just hating the rangers and trying to find a way to like destroy them somehow, even though they suck at it. And then Zio is them like coming to terms with like being adults and figuring out how like to, to work in the world with all that stuff. And they get jobs and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's great. It's great. anyway, <laughs> Politics. Politics. Yeah, politics. <laughs> this movie. Let's talk about this movie. Yeah, right. okay. Neither of you had seen it before. No.
1: No. Uh, I never actually got the chance. I think this was around the time that work became like one of those things. Like I st- Well, actually, yeah, I was still living in Utah during this time. Yeah. I just didn't go to the movies very often.
0: Yeah. I was living in a small town when this came out.
2: Um, e. I just remember seeing trailers for it, and then we didn't watch it.
0: Bad call, bad call. Uh,
1: <laughs> I mean, I wanted to watch it. Even you told me whenever it came out in theaters that it was really good, and I was like, I hope I get a chance to watch it, and just didn't happen.
0: Yeah, this is A-plus Power Rangers, man.
2: Yeah, well, you know, Power Rangers is against the Book of Mormon, so it makes sense they didn't allow it in Utah.
0: <laughs> well, kind of is against the Book of Mormon, I think, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not far off. Thou Pete. shall
2: not don a red mask and <laughs> decree
0: thyself the leader. There's underage drinking in this, man the whole thing anyway yeah. so uh neither of you had seen it e you don't really have a ton of nostalgia for power rangers i mean for the concept of them i
2: definitely do right Me and like, my brother definitely watched it growing up
0: right but you weren't like a you weren't a jiraiya
2: no i'm not you <laughs> <laughs> no uh i i mix this in with like a lot of stuff i definitely grew up watching like power rangers digimon uh beetle
3: Barks.
2: (laughs) uh but yeah like i i cannot like recall to you any of the episodes of power rangers
0: so that's That's like where i land you just have the general idea of how an episode of power rangers is supposed to go yeah okay okay um robbie when's the last time you've actually watched a power rangers episode
1: that's a good question that I do not have a definite answer for.
0: <laughs> Were you 12 is that kind of around the, the age range? Something like that? Yeah. I think was <laughs> like, what's the last kid, time I
2: went to your house for a sleepover? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, I think it was one of those things like growing up that like, you know, we watched Power Rangers all the time as kids. And then I think Dragon Ball Z actually overtook my love for Power Rangers for a while there.
2: I think that's fair. I think they definitely hit a very similar market. They, they, yeah, they they do. Yeah.
0: Do, they do. yeah
1: uh i just kept watching it
0: (laughs) you're allowed to watch both you are allowed to watch
1: both but like for some reason like as a kid like at some point i did like the like power rangers for babies i'm gonna watch dragon ball z instead and like did that whole thing
0: yeah yeah Uh, i think a lot of people did that but um i'm interested what are your initial thoughts this, on this movie, this movie's too long. <laughs> okay, that's of <laughs> course that's the an answer every time.
2: yeah uh the pacing is really, really fast. uh I definitely I need to I definitely need to get this out of the way. I do think this movie's very fun. okay, I definitely think it's very fun. In fact, I would put this in the tier of movies with like the Sonic movie and like the Mario movie where I hesitate to really call it a good movie, but it's definitely a fun time. I agree with that. Actually, like I think, as a movie, there is a lot of issues. But just like, hey, do
0: you like Power Rangers? Here you go. Yeah, like this is designed for the fan base. Yeah, and people who like Krispy Kreme.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> that that's a whole thing we're going to talk about.
2: I I do think that for me personally, the like ratio of fighting stuff to uh, human stuff is a little off. I think it should lean more into the fighting.
0: I wanted more fighting stuff in this
2: Cause as well. I, I want to say, from like my vague memory, Power Rangers was roughly like two-thirds human to one-third action, if not half
0: and half. Usually about half and half, yeah. Yeah,
2: where this was like three-quarters and a quarter. I think it, was, I think it just slewed a little too much.
0: Yeah, most episodes would start with like Rito or Zed being like, gonna,
2: ah, <laughs> I'm going to f- poison the water supply.
0: Not even that. It was usually <laughs> like, I'm going to make him insecure about his shoes for a week.
2: I'm going to shrink his <laughs> shoes in the wash so he thinks his feet are
0: ginormous. I'm not too far off, honestly. She was terrible at planning. <laughs> I'm going to put this
1: red sock within his white clothes and
0: all of his clothes will turn pink. <laughs> I think that happened actually once.
1: I'm going to piss his pants and then he'll think he did it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like Rita was a terrible villain <laughs> <laughs> that being said I
2: kind of so I, I think the redesign's alright I do kind of wish it leaned more into the
0: uh, original Rita so like her staff definitely does yeah but she has Green Ranger stuff in there to have a nod for that um, and then actually has one of the sidekicks that she always had with her that was like a scorpion thing yeah. a lot of her design integrated into that as well because she was pretty big uh, so there's like a few nods in her design in there.
2: Yeah, I just kind of wish the actual design of Rita was more. That's fair. Rita. I I will always talk about this in everything. I I have brought it up a lot when talking about Batman Three. <laughs> Batman Three. Uh, the Nolan Which Batman one? Three. Uh, Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> where I kind of wish Bane got to be Bane. Right. Um, this one I think is better because, like, I'm gonna say, I am really glad this movie has color yeah because like god 2017 was when they were barely starting to be like you know i guess our superheroes can have some color to them i
0: suppose <laughs> yeah there was definitely a-, a while there where it was just like everything used to be gray guys yeah can we make this more gray
2: and on a related note i do also think this movie pulls too much from the superhero films of the time it does i i do I ultimately I wanted more Power Rangers. I think it's a little too super, too leans too hard in being a superhero film. Yeah, I I can totally see that. Yeah, Uh, but yeah,
1: no, it's a fun time for sure, though.
0: All right, all right,
1: Uh, Robbie, it's a fun movie. Okay, Um, I think for me it kind of has identity issues, and I think part of it has to do with what he was saying about superhero movies at the time and it trying to kind of be the same thing as those while also being nostalgic for Power Rangers and kind of gives it this weird identity issue to where like it has a hard time learning when to be campy and when to be like dark and gritty and like trying to find a balance between those two things. Um, it is a fun nod to the original Power Rangers. It is, it does have its campy moments and it's really fun moments too. Um, but like there, it's not without its issues, but all in all, I would say this is, it's a fun movie. It is a good watch to have. Uh, we'll probably get more into the details of it as we talk more about this. Yeah. All right,
2: Jariah, we're, 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 we're taking off the leash. Go. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: 1995.
0: Uh, actually, 1993. Uh, 1995 is when Mighty Morphin ended, actually, Robbie. And that is when the, movie, the first movie came out and that transitioned into Zeo. Mm-hmm. Although it was very confusing for people who watched the movie and then watched Zeo because they're like, where are their ninja powers? Why aren't they talking about their ninja powers? Because they got their Zeo powers after yeah. that. Which is oh, a weird thing with Power Rangers, the Zeo crystals, which is a thing that's in this. Uh, the whole plot of this is Rita Repulsa is trying to get Zeo crystals yeah. because that's what powers.
2: She really needs to z off.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, Zeo crystals kind of are the power of the universe in a way. They're they're an ancient alien power, and it's like the Dragon Balls. <laughs> it's kind of like the Dragon Balls, actually. The Morpher's <laughs> are very much like Dragon Balls. Um. And so these Zeo Crystals power a whole lot of things. In Zeo, the show Zeo, in order for them to be Power Rangers again, Zordon gets them Zeo Crystal shards, and he uses those to power new morphers. And the whole thing with Zeo Crystals is the longer they're used, uh, the more powerful they get, which is why it was very frustrating watching this when I was a kid, being like, why do they get rid of their Zeo Powers and they get these stupid race cars because the (laughs) Zeo Powers are supposed to get more powerful over time and now they just have fucking cars and this stupid kid following them around. It was dumb as shit. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> you watching
1: Power Rangers at the age of 13, like, can you believe this shit? <laughs> Where are they going to
0: get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> um, Yeah, I actually really like this movie a lot. I think it's a huge love letter to Mighty Morphin in general. Um, A little towards Zeo, not much towards after that. I do agree with you guys that it does feel a bit stuck with in its time in the aughts era or the 10s era whatever the fuck it's called I guess now. the 10s era probably the best way <laughs> yeah it feels stuck in 2016 2017 the soundtrack i think you can see that a lot in the god yeah. okay uh, back to me for a second <laughs> i i fucking hate the music choice for like the
2: random pop songs there. it bugs me in almost every movie i watched a Mario movie and i don't and after hearing the actual rational score that was supposed to be in the movie I'm so pissed off at the random pop songs they chose.
0: I understand the pop songs they did choose for the Mario movie because the, when they did do pop songs, they chose things from the '80s, which is a nod towards so the Mario. Here's the
2: thing, though: the visuals were made for the original score, though. Yes, you are correct. So that's what pisses me off—that they did all this work, set it up to be like properly synced and everything. Like the, the there's a part with Donkey Kong where he where they get to the Donkey Kong world and, like, are driving around. And the original score, like, it has this really good buildup and everything, and, like, the way the car moves perfectly matches to, like, the tempo of the song. But, you know, what and if they? Got rid of
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that was a Nintendo move or...
2: That not. was Elimination. They actually... Oh, really? They talked that, about that.
0: That makes sense, actually.
2: They um, They, in fact, uh, the composer talked about how they wanted to remove the Superstar song. You know, what? one of the most iconic songs in Mario. What? Yeah, they wanted to put uh, Jump. <laughs> By Van Halen? Yes. <laughs> uh, the composer won on that one. Good. But it sounds like he did not win on any others. Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> he sacrificed a whole bunch of other ones just because, like, I'm not going to work on this film if you have Jump in it. <laughs>
2: well, it's just like, like, okay, first off, Jump's not a bad song. Not. I'm not, I'm not going to act not, like that. It's not, but, but it's not a s- Mario like, song either. Yeah,
1: don't take this as me saying,
2: like, all these songs i think are i'm not saying any of these songs are inherently bad when they
0: added to this. sure sure
2: i'm just saying like it often conflicts with a lot of the vision of the movie yeah
0: yeah so um, yeah. i think that that goes here as well i think yeah. that they choose big modern poppy pop hit songs well the, to try and like get a feeling across but it doesn't quite land no. end. i know i can see what they were trying to go with i don't think it worked
1: quite as well though because they took a lot of songs from the 90s and then they gave it, like, a 2016 twist on, like, these popular songs from the 90s. So it's, like, a nod to when the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers came out. And then, like, kind of just saying, like, hey, this is, like, the upgraded newer version of it. But it, but just... 2016 was not a good year for music.
0: <laughs> nope. Nope. No, not, <laughs> not great for that at all, no. That
1: was also the time period whenever every single movie had to have remixes of already popular songs in their movies, too. So yep. it just... <sighs> Yeah. I think in the twenty twenty three span of it too, like we're super super tired of seeing that movies too. I mean, like, and I'm gonna
2: say Power Rangers has a fucking good ass soundtrack. It it, yeah,
1: whenever it's like the soundtrack
2: that's meant for the movie, it's good. Like, yeah. just Power Rangers as a series, like, goddamn, they got some good ass songs in that. Yeah, the composer, I forget his name, but he actually he's great.
0: He wrote great songs. Yeah,
2: <laughs> like even just like they use the theme for like. 20 seconds in this movie and goddamn it's great. It's great. It's
0: such a good moment, man. I got
2: chills in the <laughs> And theaters. then it ends. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. no, go back. Yeah, yeah. And now my, back to remixes of pop my songs. My fleeting childhood, come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh like it's just like even the random pop songs they chose just don't fit the the scenes they're in. Yeah. Like there is a training montage, and it's like I can put your, I can make your hands clap, whatever the fuck that song is
0: actually called. And it's like yeah. this is not a training song. No, no, I don't like that at all. In there, uh, they would even
2: sync it up with the, with the music. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I, I don't like the uh, music soundtrack in this at all. Mm. Uh, the license stuff is 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 lame. It feels lame. Yeah. Um, and I think you can see the writers, and I don't know if it happened like during production or if it was already originally in the script or anything like that didn't dig too deep into it but you can feel it in there like them having to mention like hey like yeah this is power rangers but like superheroes right and like every time they're doing superhero things like you get billy mentioning like spider-man or iron man or one of the guys just
2: like spider-man
0: yeah and then like (laughs) even a comment from robbie at the end like matched up exactly to what was happening in there Uh like rob they're in their zords near the end of the movie and Robbie's like okay this is just a michael bay movie now and then, and then, yeah, the one of them Jason, hits over a camaro, does, and it's like yeah. sa- says "Sorry, bumblebee, yeah, it's like, oh, man, like they had to like let the audience know like we know, but we were we 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 were there too, we started this thing too, like it feels weird, yeah, it feels like, weird. it just again, it has an
2: issue where I mean, you see this a lot when they try to reboot stuff like this, where like they they're so afraid it can't stand on its own legs, they're so afraid people are not ready for it like you saw this when the superheroes started getting doing getting back to being a big thing where like they were like okay people can buy that like all these superheroes have all these magic powers and can fly and like do backflips and shit but them wearing blue no
0: way <laughs> no one wears the color blue well i think that you can look at the first iron man and see how that ended and see how it very actively and purposefully ended like the Having a secret identity thing. Yeah. The end of Iron Man 1 is a huge, it hu- was a huge fucking moment because superhero things didn't do this. Yeah, you were. It was a huge moment of like, I'm Iron Man. Boom, credits. Like, okay, superheroes are going to be completed right now. Like, everybody knows who he is, why, what he does. A huge moment. And so everything in Marvel did that after that, which doesn't work with a lot of the characters in there. No. Um, but like, it's that thing of like having to be like, take away. Uh, small silly things that just work in the universe of comics. Yeah,
2: because like it, it just bugs me a lot of times. Because I think there, I, I'm going to say we're definitely getting better about it now yeah. than like back then. But like, the, it's this thing of just being so afraid to be like silly and sincere at the same time. Yeah, like Power Rangers is fucking awesome, but it also is stupid, and that's fine. Yeah, like, in it inherently is silly, but that's what you need from Power Rangers. What you want from it. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, um, I've been watching Kamen Rider Geats, and it's a fairly serious show, and, like, it actually has a lot of consequences and stuff. But they also hit each other with plastic toys. Yeah. <laughs> like, they use the actual toys you can buy from the shelves to fight each other. Great. And it's fucking amazing. Yeah. And, like, they have shitty CG and, like, are trying their damnedest but like that's what makes it so good you can feel them trying yeah yeah so like when you see this stuff where like they'll like do something kind of neat and then it's like damn i'm like fucking iron man it's like yeah or you could be like the blue ranger which you are
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. So,
2: like, I don't know, it's a, it's an issue. I It feels like one of those things where, like, an executive is, like, tapping them on the shoulder.
1: That is what I was going to say, too, is, like, I have a feeling producers uh, were a big part of that, too, because, like, you know, people are putting millions of dollars into this movie saying, like, hey, like, this needs to re- succeed. And, like, well, I don't like this. And, like, okay, well, producer says no, so we have to change it now. It, it was spoken in relation to
2: video games, but, like, inherently, the only reason that arcade games were, like, getting better as video games is so that they can make more money off of you. Yeah, like if if the shitty arcade games were still making the same amount as Pac-Man, then they wouldn't have gotten better.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: So like, yeah, they were made to sell toys, but like it still
1: had to be a good show. Right, because if no one was watching the show, no one would buy the toys.
0: Yeah.
2: Yep. yep. So like, as I was saying, I I'll fucking kick capitalism to the curb any day of 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 the week, <laughs> but like there are facts of life and the facts of life is a lot of these shows were made to sell toys, but it doesn't inherently mean they had to be bad or anything.
0: Right. Right. Um, which I think for the most part, power Rangers still continues to this day to hit its market demographic. Yeah. I think boys under 10, honestly, fucking still all about that power Rangers. Yeah. Which is fun.
2: And like, it's always funny because inherently there are a lot of things that we don't give credit to like Saban and stuff for. Cause like, you know what was crazy about the Power Rangers? They weren't all white. Yeah, it wasn't just a bunch of white ki- dudes. Yeah,
0: they went out of their way to make sure it wasn't that actually. Yeah, yeah. which I like that this finally uh, has a nod, it. acknowledged that <laughs> it was like five uh, colored suits, five different teens, five different colored teens. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was great.
2: It's silly. Yes, um, but like. That's what I think again that is one of the strengths of Power Rangers, is that it feels like anyone could be a Power Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's awesome. Like uh Savon also wanted to make a Sailor Moon. I forget if I ever talked about this on the podcast, but they also wanted to like make a Sailor Moon show in the same vein. Um one of the things they did was have a similar thing where all the Sailor Scouts were like different people. I think one was in a wheelchair. Oh wow. Yeah. And like I think the show wouldn't have been good, but, like, that would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been nice. Like, the the same feeling of, like, anyone could be a Sailor Scout. Anyone could be a Power Ranger. Like, it's great. Like, you know, I I know people get up the ass like, why do they have to be black? It's like, because anyone can be it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think Power Rangers has been pretty, or. I don't know about the most recent runs, because I, I I have to admit, I haven't seen the last uh, six-ish seasons of Power Rangers. I'm sorry. We've got to catch up on that.
1: Uh, to be fair, i got to catch up on the first season again. <laughs> it's been a long time. All uh, right. Our next series, we watch the thing. We do all of
2: Power Rangers.
0: That would take a long <laughs> time. A, we do it every week. We don't do anything else until we're done with Power uh, You know what? I could probably skip. You could skip almost 10. Every 10 episode. Like, you could watch one episode for every 10 episodes and probably be fine, I think. Um, but yeah, I think Power Rangers has done a pretty good job of representation, which there's always people who roll their eyes and whatnot, but like, it's important. Representation yeah. is honestly so, so fucking important. I agree. And even if it's just for marketing, at least they're doing it, you know? Um, this movie. This movie. This particular film.
3: Yeah. <laughs> there, uh, we we already
2: mentioned it. There is just going to be a lot of like talk about Power Ranger as a in general because yeah. that's that's a lot of the importance of this movie too. Yeah, it hits on what was cool about Power Rangers. Yeah. Um. One thing this movie. I mean, again, I didn't watch a lot of later Power Rangers or much of uh or remember a lot, but um, I'll say this one does really good at making the Power Rangers feel like teenagers. Yeah. Like. They don't. They're not squeaky clean. No, <laughs> or anything.
0: No, they they all are kind of damaged in a way. Yeah, or, yeah. Or uh, different. They're not traditional. Just like, look how great life is. Mm. A bunch of
1: misfits that got together. Yeah,
0: which is what original Power Rangers was supposed to be. Like all the original Rangers had like some sort of family trouble or like life trouble they were going through. The Red Ranger, I think his biggest problem really was of like, I'm tired of being popular and loved just like <laughs> such a non-problem kind of, yeah. but <laughs> i mean like
2: I, it definitely can work yeah, yeah. like the expectations and all that obviously are big yeah. thing i don't know how well it like hinted at that but
0: like i think each ranger got like a very plot heavy episode about them and like their life two or three times a season yeah and then most of it was just like Juice Bar's not making enough money on this kale shake. <laughs> <laughs> it was me!
2: I laced the kale with laxatives! <laughs> so many... I, I don't know why she's Skeletor,
0: but... She sounds like that pretty much, actually. Kind of.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, like, uh, Jason... Uh, I, I think it's more implied. I don't think it's kind of explicitly say, but he seems to not like... He seems to have the same issue of him not liking all the attention he's been getting. Like, he's, like, captain of the... He's captain of the football team and mm-hmm. squeaky clean. Everyone loves him,
0: and the whole season was riding on him being the greatest football player ever.
1: Yeah, but decided he needed to do a prank, and then the cops got called because he stole someone's cow. Mm-hmm.
0: Bull, and bull, yeah, <laughs> yes, bull. <laughs> Very <laughs> important. Yeah, they they did make a good point of like it. Like, what do you mean that it's a male bull? Like I, it's and I, I pulled this udder and milked it, so now it's like happy. It's like udder. It has four udders. Uh, uh, no it only has the one that's not a cow man oh man uh
2: yeah like again like it's surprising one of the first thing you see is them pulling the prank and then him getting in a car crash yeah like him running away from the cops and fucking up a car yeah it was great actually i think it's (laughs) It's
0: silly (laughs) i think it's a really good intro though yeah it is super 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 fun
2: i think that's one of the like I was pretty in, on board at the start of this movie for sure, yeah. And like that's a big reason. It's like okay, this is
1: trying to do something different,
2: yeah.
0: yeah. This
1: isn't just gonna be. It's not like typical. the original first episode where they're like, like oh yeah, we're rebellious teenagers teaching kids how to do karate at the Y,
0: yeah. And then they just get teleported to Zordon because he asks dire- He asks Alpha directly, bring me teenagers with attitude. Yeah, <laughs> it's great.
2: And he didn't go to the skate park for some reason. <laughs>
0: because it still looked down
1: upon in the 90s that's why that's true
0: Yeah, you were a scumbag if you skated in the 90s um so yeah that's our introduction to introduction to Jason yeah the introduction introduction to jake and, Uh
2: uh i'll, I'll say Dry's having a stroke cuz of this i i think one of the weaknesses of this is that not all the characters getting the same amount of screen time yes that is completely so true. like jason gets that good start but that's kind of it for him he gets a really good start.
0: Uh, Billy gets a really good start. I think the char- I think
2: Billy, in general, actually, I would say, gets the whole movie, basically, to go about him.
0: And you want to know why that is? Because the Blue Ranger is the best Ranger. Blue Ranger, Probably. best Ranger.
2: A S S plus plus tier. Blue Ranger. <laughs> I mean, Billy is definitely my favorite character in this movie.
0: Billy is always my favorite Ranger. Yeah. Like, even as kids, we did love Billy as the power... Like, he was our favorite Ranger growing up. He's so cool, man. Um... But yeah, Billy gets a lot of good screen time. Kimberly doesn't get much. Mm-mm. Um,
2: you get a hint at what's going on with her and like her family, but not really. Yeah,
0: you don't, she doesn't get the attention that anybody else does in their stories at all, actually. I mean, neither does Trini, really, though. No, both of them. Trini are. gets more than Kimberly, though.
2: She gets a, little a bit. scene. Yeah, so yeah, She gets Which a more, scene. Yeah. But that is,
1: in fact, more Kimberly- than Kimberly. Uh, Kimberly, I guess, she you don't get one with her family, but you get one with her uh, explaining what she did, like how she did a terrible thing. And so that's why she thinks that she can't be a ranger. But you kind
2: of get that with everybody. True. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. The worst thing that Kimberly did was she slut shamed, is kind of She her cut time. her hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, she
2: did. You know what's funny,
0: actually? She actually cut her hair for that scene. Nice. The yeah, actress. Yeah, it was just funny. I but assume after
2: that scene, uh, they, they got it. someone to <laughs> yeah. Actually yeah. make yeah, it look yeah. nice. Yeah. I've cut my hair before.
0: It doesn't go well. It was uneven. Yeah, it's kind (laughs) of hard. I think that Zach actually gets a lot of good stuff. Because in the second half of the movie, because in the first half, he's very much just like douchey dude. Who He's like, who's this weird Asian guy? (laughs) I mean. (laughs) Am I wrong? He's out of nowhere, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And he's like very much treated like this is the douchey guy. And then you kind of get to see like why why he he acts that way and like why he lashes out like he does. I think he actually gets a pretty good second half. Um, Trini gets, like, nothing, pretty much. And that's what I was saying, because,
1: like, you get that, like, she's the quiet kid, and she doesn't like to talk, which is why she doesn't get as much scene as she should, except for the one scene with her family that you c- kind of get.
0: Yeah, her thing is, like, I live with a bunch of normies, and I'm so quirky. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like other kids. <laughs> I'm not like other girls. Yeah, kind of, like, that's that's kind of her thing.
1: I have two strands of my hair and a braid. <laughs> And I listen to death metal
2: while doing yoga. Yeah, <laughs> like she does listen to death metal while doing yoga in this. She movie. does. Mm-hmm. Um, I, mean, I definitely get what they're going for with her, though. Like, yeah, again, similar to Jason, the like need to fit perfectly in this mold and all that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just an issue of they didn't really. It's not. It's not the. It's not a season of the show. No, they don't have the time to do all that. No. And I can't really fault the movie because it did need to do that for a lot of the emotional resonance. But also, it's Power Rangers still. So, like, (laughs) (laughs) I I want more of not that sometimes. Yeah.
0: Like, honestly, the plot of this one movie covers maybe the first 17 episodes of Mighty Morphin, Mm plot-wise. Because it kind of introduces Rita and Goldar, which kind of is, like, the mainstays until Tommy comes along. Which, spoilers, because there's no proper sequel to this movie. We don't get a Tommy in this. No,
2: Krispy Kreme pulled out. (laughs) They didn't want a cream in this movie anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The name of the episode now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but you get very basic ideas of the characters. I think at the end you get kind of a satisfying conclusion with Jason and his home life. Kind of. You get more of like an understanding father kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, because
1: like because of what Jason did, there is a divide between him and his father in there, and it does show that. Which Jason is just kind of biting down on the bullet for the whole thing because he knows that like, he did something bad, and his dad's mad
0: at him, and he totally deserves to be. Yeah, yeah, but he's like, but also like maybe the whole town shouldn't put their hopes and dreams on me. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I I love the fact that everyone's like, oh my god, Jason Scott, even <laughs> even Billy's
0: mom. Yeah, opens <laughs> the door is like. Oh my god, Jason Scott! Yeah, he's like a hometown hero almost. It's great. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's on home arrest. Yeah, it's re- it's honestly really good. Yeah. It's really good. I love it. It's funny. Uh, um, the uh, the the relationship between Jason and Billy is pretty easily it, like yeah. the best human aspect of this. I yeah.
2: mean, like I think a lot of that really goes on Billy though. Yeah, because like Billy doesn't feel like a character, kind of how the rest of them do. I would argue.
0: Yeah. Yeah
2: um he definitely gets a lot more he, he gets a lot like he's able to actually have like emotions that a normal person would have and like uh his big thing is that he's on the spectrum yeah which i don't know if that was touched a thing in the original mighty morphin or not no no i was gonna say i don't think they would was, be ready for that
1: no, no it was mostly like he was outcasted because he was a nerd in the original gotcha. show
0: yeah
2: but uh, I think it works really well and like explains a lot of things about the character. And again, you get the most—you do end up spending the most time with him, I would argue. Which yeah. is him and Jason, uh, or yeah, Billy and Jason get the most time. I th- I really think Billy gets more time than Jason, though.
0: I think he might. I think he might get a little more screen time, and a little more concentration. Yeah, uh, the guy who played him did a great right job. Yes, he's yeah. super super fun. Um. The basic plot of this movie. It's basic. It's Power Rangers. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Rangers get together. The Rangers get together, find the morphing crystals. Uh, well, they found
1: it because Billy decided he wanted to blow up the side of a mountain. Yeah, because he would always
0: <laughs> go to the mine when he was a kid with his dad, before his dad passed away. blow up the yeah. mine, I guess. Yeah, mine mine stuff, too. I guess, yeah. <laughs> um, so they find their uh, morphers there, which in, in this, they're coins, instead of the full morpher. Which is fine, it's fine. I get it. Dry, dry I want you to think about that anytime I complain
2: about weird changes I know, it. I know. <laughs> Cause Dry will give me shit sometimes.
0: I just I want to see a modern morpher is all like I want to see a high budget morpher. Oh
2: man, oh man. I've never heard someone say that about a series ooh. Me either,
0: E. <laughs> Thank you for understanding.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. I totally get it. Like uh I feel like the budget for this movie was just kind of all over the place, anyways, though. Because like, (laughs) one thing is like green screen. Yeah, well, I was gonna say the CG in this movie is phenomenally good, except for whenever it's not. Like, there is just some scenes that were done very (laughs) choppily.
0: They were
2: probably the last second scenes. I'm gonna guess
0: the budget for this movie is astronomical for what a Power Rangers movie should have had. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, they spent a lot of money on this movie. They they fucking expected this thing to blow up. Like, no joke. They thought this was going to be the next Marvel, honestly.
2: Too uh, so bad it came out in 2017.
0: Yeah, where Marvel was ruling the day. In 2017, if you came out with an action movie and you weren't Marvel, you were just dust. Yeah.
1: Compared to a Marvel movie, this is a smaller budget, being $100 million, but... All in all, for Power Rangers, this is a huge budget. Yeah, I'm going to guess
2: the budget of all the other Power Rangers combined are $2,000. I
1: think... <laughs> the... However much it costs for a guy in a costume to destroy a cardboard city, that that was their budget.
0: I think the average cost per season for the first few seasons of Power Rangers is something like $6 million or something. That's nothing. For a whole season.
2: They have 30 episode seasons, right?
0: No, the first three seasons were children's television seasons. 52. So I think season one was like 61, season two was 50, I think it might have been 52. Then season three was only 41, they got a shorter one because they had the movie coming out, so part of the budget for the show went to the movie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there on out, I think it was, it ranges from 32 to 50 between each season, just depending on what their budget was. Yeah. And how much the writers wanted to say fuck it, kind of. <laughs> so in a way, this was essentially
2: like 10 seasons at
0: once. Budget-wise, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> easily. Uh, and this movie kind of didn't really make that money back
1: no. at all. Yeah, from what I saw on the quick Google search that I just did, it was about $150 million that it made in the box office, which which means it wasn't profitable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like you said, they barely made their money back. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's no mistake why this isn't getting a sequel. And that's a, a big ask to ask the general public to be like, Everyone loves Power Rangers in your 30s, right? Everyone does that, but no, no, people don't do that, and kids don't have enough of an affinity for Power Rangers to beg their parents to take them to the theater to watch I it.
2: mean, that's that's one of the issues when you come out with a movie like this, that's so reliant on, like, loving Power Rangers. Yeah. It's hard to get new people on, to, on board. Yeah. I, I would say that's a huge issue with a lot of reboots. Yeah. Um ultra animation are coming out. Um, Glasses going up. There was a 2016 (laughs) reboot of Powerpuff Girls. Yes. And one of the first episodes, one of the first gags they did was Mojo Jojo was like strung up on their closet wearing a dress and that joke is kind of okay if you're like a fan of Powerpuff Girls. But if you've never seen Powerpuff Girls which this is a reboot, this is someone's first viewing, you don't know who that is. And, like, stuff like that is what happens a lot of times, where you kind of don't hit a good balance of having a good entry point while also trying to be a lot of references.
0: Right, yeah,
2: yeah. Which, this movie's pretty decent, like someone who doesn't remember Power Rangers a lot, but I also give a lot of leeway to stuff that uh, Dry informs me most adults would not.
1: No, no,
0: no, most adults would not.
1: I mean, also speaking of Powerpuff Girls, a lot of people who are fans of the original show like chat all over the reboot of Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, but people do that regardless. I'm gonna say <laughs> They do, but like that's very... one of the biggest things that I remember is that there's a lot of angry fans, both new and old, of the new Powerpuff Girls. Yeah.
2: I'm gonna say there definitely are very, very few animation animated cartoon reboots that people actually enjoy. Yeah. Uh the main one is DuckTales people love that one that one's great and like i don't actually like original ducktales i'm gonna be honest i think it's very aged but like the new ducktales is really good
0: david tennant plays scrooge so i've never seen an episode in my life but i'm in i support that show to the end of day (laughs) it's great just because david tennant is great in general mm -hmm. it
2: also has some of the best animation in like any of the cartoons around the time i'm gonna say nice so they got they got a lot of talent on that, and it's amazing.
0: Nice. <laughs> well, before we uh, jump into the plot, let's read the back of the box of this thing. <laughs> I keep forgetting well, to do that. Let's do that yeah. 45 minutes into the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. He can edit it into the beginning. I'm not going to. He won't, but he could. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the back of the box. Saban's Power Rangers follows five ordinary teens who must become something extraordinary when they learn that their small town of Angel Grove and the world is on the verge of being obliterated by an alien threat chosen by destiny our heroes quickly discover they are the only ones who can save the planet. But to do so, they will have to overcome their real-life issues. And, before it's too late, band together as the Power Rangers.
2: I don't know if I would say they come, up,
1: they overcome their issues. I, I they, think confront they acknowledge them. them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, They confront them, but I think maybe Jason's the only one who ever actually got over all of his...
0: Billy didn't really have issues. Yeah,
2: Billy's he did not. issue, quote-unquote, is that he's on the spectrum, which, like... Well, they never made that an issue in this movie. No, that's no. my point. Like, that's the thing. Well, I guess he's also a terrorist. I should I shouldn't ignore <laughs> that fact. He is blowing up the <laughs> sides of mountains legally, and his
0: locker constantly. Yeah. yeah, and his locker. Um, but I think that also shows why he was the only one who was able to morph. Yeah, I think. that's I think kind the, of the biggest point.
1: thing for Billy is like he didn't have anyone to talk to. He didn't really have yeah. friends, and now he does. That's the thing that he overcame is the social anxiety <laughs> of having to talk to other human beings and like. So, like, I don't Do even that. know if
2: it inherently feels like he has that, though. Because, like, he shoots his shot with Jason immediately.
0: Yeah. Like, he wants to be friends with people. People don't want to be friends with him. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, well, the reason why he, you know, talks to Jason right away, though, is because Jason stood up for him for that bully in detention. You know, the bully who kind of looks like a weird mix of Ed Sheeran and that, yeah. <laughs> Carrot Top in a weird yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, I'm not even saying that like as a gag. Like he, That's just the first thought that came to mind whenever I saw this kid, just because of his hair.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, um, well, honestly, you talk about the back of the box, though, it kind of goes back to what I literally was just talking about. The first word, Saban's Power Rangers. Yeah. If you've... That tells me, oh, I don't remember Saban's Power Rangers that much, so I guess this one focuses heavily on that. No, it doesn't. It's this new thing. Yeah, it's a whole new yeah, thing. Yeah, this is a
1: whole new thing. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, uh, but Yeah. The entire plot is Rita Repulsa is, comes back from the grave, essentially. What's? She is fished up from the ocean by Jason's father. Yeah. Because he's a fisherman. Um, at the same time as Jason, Zach, Billy, Kimberly, and I always forget the last... Trini. Sif. Yeah. Uh, Trini's... Uh, they get their coins to morph. All happens at the same time. Yeah. And Brita's whole thing is she wants to destroy the world. That's always her thing. Don't know why. She just loves destroying the world. Yeah. Well actually Javi. It's, so it's so she has power because she's just Yeah, because she's
1: looking for the Zoid crystal, so that way she could gain more power. Zia. Uh <laughs> yeah, Zoid's
0: a different show. <laughs> um And that's it. That's that's the basic plot. You get a whole lot of the Rangers training and talking to each other. You re- you don't really get any rangering until the last 20 minutes no and that really is a shame because it's pretty good i think i fucking love the ranger suits in this actually the ranger Um, suits are
2: pretty great in this one yeah i think
0: they hit a good
2: like modernization of it
0: yeah like it feels like they're very heavily inspired by the original but they actually feel like armor i'll
2: say i am kind of disappointed of how much they don't wear the masks though
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah i agree Um, I mean, that's like a whole big thing. I don't know why it's such a huge issue in Hollywood of just like, well, we paid a lot for this actor. We got to show their face on screen. Not really. I mean,
2: I think it kind of, because like superheroes had this issue all the time too. Yeah. Where like they weren't allowed to like wear the mask a lot. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, some of it's probably like we paid for this person so we should be able to use it. But like, I think it goes to a lot like that Raya talks about where he says like, uh, like people aren't ready, f- aren't really wanting to see this or that. I think it's the thing where Hollywood just assumes people aren't okay with people wearing masks all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And I think... Which I guess, you know, 2020 showed this. that's true, but... <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Very> and, anti-mask. <laughs> uh, well, like one good example of that would probably be uh, Judge Dredd. Because yeah. like in the comic books, he never took off his mask because he was an enforcer. Therefore, he always had it on because he was always in uniform. In the original movie that came out in the 90s, Sylvester Stallone almost never wears that fucking mask. Yeah. And because they're like, oh, we got Sylvester Stallone. We got to show Sylvester Stallone's face. He's got to show his emotions, blah, 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 blah. They got Keith Urban to do it in the 2010s. And Carl he, Urban. Uh, Carl
0: Urban. Keith Urban be weird. but That would be weird. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's a country musician. Very similar names. Very different people. <laughs> I think he did a fantastic job with that movie. And he never takes off that mask. And, like, you can still see the emotions on, like, what he's doing every single time.
2: Yeah. I mean, I that's ultimately, like, obviously, there are some hiccups when you adapt things into live action that are originally not. Right. Um, I think we're finally getting to the point where we actually do have the technology to avoid that. Yeah. But, like, I, I think Spider-Man's a really good example of that, too, where uh, the Sam Raimi and the Andrew Garfield uh, Spider-Mans, they did take his mask off a lot a lot which is really bad actually for spider-man as a character i would argue yeah um the biggest part about actually i'm gonna say tom holland ends up taking his all off way more than i think he should too but um
0: after that first one yeah yeah uh
2: but uh the mask is part of spider-man's identity like out of every superhero it's spider-man is one of the most important superheroes of the secret identity Absolutely. I think it's very I think there's a reason Marvel immediately like went back after Spider Man two Spider Man, the third Spider Man series two, uh with Mysterio in it. Uh I think there's a reason they immediately like alright uh secret endings back. Yeah, because
0: that's such a huge thing. Like you can't have Spider Man without that. Yeah, you can't. You cannot. Uh his secret identity is much about is most of his plots revolve around him keeping his identity secret and him doing whatever it takes to do that. Because
2: like it's a sim like things you need Spider-Man to have the secret identity. You need him to be in a New York or New York style city. Yeah. Like there
0: are things that have to be true with Spider-Man. Yes. Because him his whole thing is he wants to protect the things he loves, which he doesn't have much. He has Aunt May. He has whatever girlfriend or wife he has at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And then that's that's it. Like, that's his whole life. His whole life is protecting those things. And when you take away his secret identity, he can't protect that anymore. What do you have? Right. Yeah. So.
2: So, yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wish they would. Uh, I wish they would trust audiences more. Yeah. Because I think a lot of this. I think you see this a whole lot with stuff. Um, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I always hear that, but then I look at what other countries do for movies and stuff, and I feel like they don't follow these rules that we kind of made up, which, like, I think a lot of it stands for in America, like, Hollywood decides everything, whereas I think in other countries there's more of a spread on
1: stuff.
0: Just kind of depends on the studio taste yeah, of the yeah. people, stuff it, like that. It
1: does count on the studio. I know, like a lot of it has to do with the fact that like they consider Hollywood to be the gold standard. But the only reason Hollywood is the gold standard is because they tried making it a law that you can only make movies in America if you're in Hollywood. At one point in time, too. So, it we're slowly getting out of that. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, anyways, back to Power Rangers and all that. Um, yes.
2: Uh, I, I'll go back to the Rita thing again because like. It it's related. I I don't mind her design, but a lot of it when did when did
0: the Thor with Hulk in it come out? The third one? One. It came out the year before Endgame, so 2017-2018.
2: Okay. Cuz I was going to say the design or they Infinity ended War. up sticking out for her remind me a lot of the villain in that one. But like it's just a coincidence if they I mean, both came out. I mean, it is kind of just a coincidence. It's just a coincidence.
0: He looks very or she looks very Loki-like to me. Uh which I I imagine some of that's very purposeful.
2: Yeah, like again, they they were clearly really inspired by super uh, the superhero films of the time. Yeah. I say the superhero the Marvel films. Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's Marvel. Um <laughs> Which, I don't know, it's somewhat of a shame, because I think Rita does have a very iconic design, even if it's a bit goofy. She does, she does. Like, Uh, I don't think you need to keep, like, the cone boobs or anything, I'm not gonna say that. I don't think you have to, like, 100% keep that design, but I wish it was more like, that's Rita.
0: Right. I think you get that on her personality a lot. I think that comes across as Rita very well. Uh, Elizabeth Banks, who, uh, weird connection to last week's episode, Elizabeth Banks was the mom in Brightburn. (laughs) Um,
2: And the dad's the dad in Brightburn. Jason's dad is is also
0: the dad in Brightburn, (laughs) which is like 50% of the cast in Brightburn. (laughs) (laughs) A surprise Badger didn't show up. That would have been great. (laughs) It would have been honestly so great. Um, But yeah, the general thing of this is they all get their morphers, and they have to train, which you get a lot of fun. You get one of the biggest nerds callbacks in the world of having brian cranston is this as zordon um brian cranston uh they took his name for billy because billy's last name is cranston um as like hey you're cool man we want to name something after you because you're in the writer's room and shit uh helping out and he also did voices for two monsters that were very throwaway monsters but they were used in the newest power Rangers special. <laughs> um, once and for all, I think it's what it's called or something like that. Um so they used his characters in that. He had nothing to he didn't do any of the voices, unfortunately. That oh. would have been that would have been fun. But yeah. So it's nice that you get uh Cranston in here to like as a huge callback to that original, and it lets him be Zordon, lets him like have a bigger role. It's really good. Yeah. Um Bill Hader oh. is Alpha, which is fun. I think he does a great job as Alpha uh silly i actually really like the design of alpha in this i think it's really fun i think it works yeah i think it has a nice futuristic feel to it it almost feels like a deus ex kind of armor look a little bit with
1: the mesh that is like kind of holding his body together yeah it has a tendency to like stretch and morph into whatever he needs it to be at the time yeah
2: again i think this movie does for the most part do a pretty good job of modernizing a lot of those aspects yeah yeah like Rita really is my only like grievance, and I get why they did that with Rita.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's them training a whole lot, uh, talking about their problems. Zach's problem, the uh, Black Ranger, is his his whole thing of why his life sucks is that his mom is extremely sick, and he doesn't know how to deal with that, and he deals with it in a very teenager way, running away from it. Yeah. Honestly, it's a honest, very real. I deal with much of the same issues, when I was a teenager by just going away from it because I didn't know how to deal. Um, I mean
1: you weren't a caretaker growing up
0: or no, as a teenager, I was not a caretaker.
1: but no, like I get the whole like you know, not knowing how well I think that's the thing with all of them is all well, except for Brian is not Brian Billy? Billy. Billy. Yeah. Billy's the only one who doesn't really have family problems, it yeah. seems like. And so he's Well, his dad's dead. Well his dad's dead, but other than that, it seems like him and his mom have a good relationship. <laughs> other than his dad being dead. <laughs> um no, yeah. I, I mean I think his you, but, I get what yeah, you mean. Yeah. Like, but he's not fighting with his mom, like the way that the rest of them are fighting with their parents. And so like, he just wants to get away because he wants to do things that reminds him of being where, you know, spending time with his dad. The other ones are having family problems. And so they don't want to be at home. So they need to find a way to escape.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what he's going through Trina, We talked about her, Kimberly, uh, slut shamed and just sent a picture of her friend around to everybody. Yeah. Also,
2: Punched the tooth out of a guy.
0: Also punched the tooth out of a guy. Uh, Jason has the world's expectation on his shoulders, essentially, from a teenage point of view. Yeah, and Billy is on the spectrum, but that's not really a problem. No. Um, and the problem is he ha- he blows too many things up. Is his problem? Yeah, that's he
2: that's does. the actual problem, but that's not worth addressing, according to the movie. Yeah. Uh,
0: it, I really like the camp because you get a campfire scene of them like all talking about all their problems, where you learn mm-hmm. about a lot of this stuff because they uh they're not. In sync with each other. They don't know enough about each other. They don't trust each other. So they're not able to morph. Because in order to morph, you all have to be attached uh, and have full trust with each other. And so since they don't have that, they haven't been able to morph. They get together one night and they say all their issues. And Billy's... I mean, Billy's is actually really sad, I think. Yeah. Um, Because he's like, yeah, like, every day uh, it gets harder and harder. And then it just didn't. And it wasn't anymore. And every day I'm less sad that my dad's not here. And what does that mean about me? Like, it's it's actually very sad. And I really like that part. <laughs> um, I think Zach's is also very sad, but it's very uh, overplayed by the actor. I think he goes a little too cheeseball with it by screaming half his lines. Um, but it's good. It's really good how he describes like what he's going through. And, like. I know. mean, it fits his character. Yeah, still yeah though. it does. Um, but he's like, yeah, my mom is very sick. We don't learn what it is. We can assume it's cancer. Uh but they're not one hundred percent sure, and he has to be a caretaker, and he I doesn't know. I think it's know.
1: dead mom disease. <laughs> yeah, he just
0: has uh, Disney disease. I think um, <laughs> Disney protagonist disease. And so, like, yeah, his mom's very sick, and he's like, and she's not gonna be here for much longer. And when she's gone, that's it. I don't. I have. I don't know what I'm else. gonna do. Yeah. Um, very tragic for those two. Uh, and then, yeah, you get them bonded. They finally bond and are able to morph since they're bonded, but not before rita yeah well that's the thing is because
1: they realize that like rita is becoming more of a threat she's actually showing herself to the rangers because she realizes that she can take all of them on because they none of them have more just a bunch of kids yeah (laughs) they're just a bunch of kids and so they try to take or they they get reckless and decide like we're gonna fight her anyways because what else are we gonna do yeah and then fight her ultimately lose uh turns out that the Zord not
2: why don't you
1: yeah i keep on to call the zeo crystals zord crystals for some reason <laughs> anyways uh billy tells her where the zeo crystals are because he found that out. yeah because he's the one who found it out and turns out you know it's underneath the Krispy cream a
0: special place <laughs> advertisements protect the crispy cream
1: <laughs> they did not they did not No, the they did not <laughs> but she all right as a way to show her that like she still means business she kills billy
2: yes so I'm gonna say uh Really disappointing to me because, like, again, this is a thing where they like clearly just pulled way too much from like a superhero movie. Yeah. are like, look, we killed a guy, and it's like, no, you didn't. You're gonna bring him back in two minutes from now. Yeah. And they did. Yeah.
0: I think this plays out a lot longer. Than yeah. Most. You almost yeah. think. Yeah. But
2: in some ways, that makes it more disappointing because, like, it's just it's so hard trying
0: to sell it to you. Yeah. Because it's it's doing hard too, and it's like letting it linger for a long time, and oh. All- Almost to the point where, like, oh, shit, they actually did it. And then they didn't. But, like, I, I
2: talked about this when we saw Shazam 2. Same exact thing. They tried so hard to do it, and by doing that, they made it so meaningless. Yep, yep, totally agree. And it's it's just frustrating.
1: Yeah. I mean, the most yeah. that they do with that one, which you kind of see it coming from a mile away, though, is because, like, the whole idea of getting the Power Rangers to morph is to bring back Zor- Zordon. Zordon, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and cause that's what he really wants is to come back so he can fight Rita and that way he could save the day kind of thing. But instead he decides that he's going to bring Billy back cause only one person can go through the morphing portal to bring their life. Actually, back.
0: I wanted to bring up, was that a thing in the show? The life force thing? Yeah. That's yeah. okay. actually a huge thing. I couldn't that's, remember. That's the entire plot of Zio. No, not Zio. Um, turbo. No, in space. In space. Uh, is that Zoran gets taken, like the life force gets taken from that place and he is, his energy is sent to they don't know where. And so in space is literally like they're in space, like searching out for Zordon's energy. So they go on a bunch of, different, it's almost like Star Trek meets fucking Power Rangers. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, and yeah, so like that's the whole thing of that is like they're okay. trying to go and find Zoran's energy again. Which ends up, he ends up using it to save the day and then there's no more Zordon ever again. Interesting. So very. So it is somewhat something that would be actually cool if like they could have. Yeah. But like, it's kind of a callback to what they they did with this by uh, him being like, only one can step through again and be existing again. Uh,
2: So I gave it to Billy. Yeah. He went down the stairs. He's like, hang on. Give me a (laughs) sec. All right. Billy's back. Yeah. Kind of um like i, said, I don't know, i i just it's one of those things where the more it happens the more frustrating i get yeah. by it because like every marvel movie was trying to do it they finally did it with uh iron man yes but also you knew that was gonna happen because his contract ran out his
0: contract yeah. ran out a bunch of times during though actually yeah but like i was disappointed that more people didn't die if i'm being honest
2: i yes actually i get so like i get frustrated because like It just makes a lot of the stakes not matter when you do it so often. Yep. Because, like, it's a thing people complain a lot about Dragon Ball Z, which was once they started continuously wishing people back to death from the Dragon Ball, it felt like death was inherently meaningless. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, there's such a huge difference between original Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z for that reason. Because in original Dragon Ball, it was fucking hard to get the Dragon Balls. Yeah. Like Krillin died in original Dragon Ball and he was gone for a majority of the story after that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: But in. Once Z happens, once you get to like the F- Frieza arc. Uh, yeah, because they, the the yeah.
1: they killed a whole bunch of people in the Frieza arc and then brought them all back in like three episodes.
2: Yeah. And like it just. It kept getting worse and worse. Like once Boo happened. Uh well yeah you know, everyone killed, died yeah but like Boo killed pretty much every single person in the universe and they wished everyone back and then like gets a Dragon Ball Super it kept happening and it's like it's just an issue of like you start to not feel the point of it yeah they
0: built in a Deus Ex Machina and didn't get rid of it
2: like as much as no one likes uh not Kai what is uh S
1: no gt gt, GT. GT. yeah as much as people don't like that that at least gave a stake to the dragon right. ball yeah because like i heard like i never had a chance to even watch gt and most people told me don't don't even bother cuz no. it's just garbage. Then I heard what the plot was and the plot actually sounded super fucking interesting to me.
0: It goes back to Dragon Ball basically.
1: Yeah. Well, it goes back to Dragon Ball. What it was is that they used the Dragon Balls too much and it uh, created this imbalance in the universe and so the Dragon Balls turn into an evil creature that like they can't use them anymore because they have to fight the essence of the like uh, like the evil essence of the Dragon Ball that they accidentally created. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Unfortunately, GT
0: itself wasn't very Yeah, the
2: writing yeah, GT was itself was just kind
0: of
1: pretty bad. I heard that one actually did like improve
2: a lot after a while, but just like too little, too late.
0: Even Liz, my wife, yes, uh who fucking loves Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z, one of her favorite fucking things, uh even she was like, "Yeah, like it's okay, but you don't need to watch it."
2: <laughs> I heard most people say like if you ever feel like watching GT, the one thing to watch is the epilogue.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Because people say, like, even to this day, that's one of the best endings Dragon Ball has, period.
1: Nice. Yeah, I remember the... Which Dragon
2: Ball only has, like, two endings, I guess. Yeah. I was going to say,
1: even the ending of Dragon Ball Z was just kind of like, okay, that's how you decide to end it? That's... uh, Okay. Yeah, I mean, Toriyama kind
2: of was tired towards the end of it, if I remember right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is fair. Hey, back to back to Power Rangers for the 18th. It's a nostalgia episode, you know? That's <laughs> what we're getting at. <laughs> what's are talking about the thing, all the like, 80s, 90s properties. Yeah,
1: because, like, Power Rangers kind of goes in with all of those different things. It he does. Yeah, because they're all 90s nostalgia for us. Yeah. yeah. I guess, actual, uh, another, like, actual criticism
2: I have for this movie, I hate the camera in it so much a lot. Like
0: the camera work? Yeah. I think it's
2: fine. Yeah. I think it's just too, like... Disorienting at all times. I'm saying this as someone who gets motion sick pretty easily, though. Right. This is why
1: I had that callback to Michael Bay, because, like, towards the action scenes of this, where what it was doing with the cameras was very much a Michael Bay's Transformers. I
2: don't mind as much with the action scenes, but, like, when it's just characters talking, the camera's still, like, doing these weird, like, shaky cam movements. And I just, I don't, it's not, like, a deal breaker, but it really annoys me and does make me feel a little sick.
0: Um, I like the camera work for this. In this, for the most part, it does a lot of Dutch angles, which is weird. Yeah. Um, I like the camera work when there's Rita in there. I think the camera work fits a lot better when you're doing villain stuff. Mm-hmm. I think they had a hard time transitioning between hero and villain stuff, though. Yeah. I don't know. It's like they ne- they felt they
2: couldn't afford a tripod. Is what <laughs> it feels like sometimes. Oh, they've had
0: too many tripods. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But yeah. like I said it felt like the budget went to weird things because once again, like the actual morphing <laughs> part of the suits, like that was a really cool CGI scene. The actual uh, the Megazord versus Goldon, I think yeah, it was called, or Goldar, Goldar. Uh, like that was a really cool CGI scene. The action scenes in the, at the end were like phenomenally d- well done, and there's like really weird, janky ones like Kimberly jumping into water.
0: <laughs> yeah, it there's looks like, like they just
2: took the JPEG or whenever they're like
1: scaling the side of a mountain. <laughs> That's funny. I
0: love the side I, of the mountain thing.
2: I didn't want to defend that because it's so funny that it feels
0: like great. It was like, silly, it's intentional. But, uh, yeah. Like um, even the voiceover or the uh, ADR from Billy of like, shit, they're so fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good. That's like one of the
1: w- one redeeming parts of like the way that they're climbing up the yeah. side of a mountain. Um, but like that, or like you can tell that they're b- very much on rigs whenever they did that long jump oh, for yes. all of them. Absolutely. Uh, some of the music choices are just kind of all over yeah, the place yeah. with this movie.
2: I'll yeah. say, I I definitely like the action scenes. I think they use too much slowdown, though. They're yeah, they definitely much. do. Like, like again, like an issue so- with. Uh, the movies that they're trying to copy, yeah, yeah. um I think it got the worst with the Goldar versus Mechazord,
1: because like a lot of the Megazord. punches.
2: Yeah, sorry, Mechazord, Megazord, Me- Megazord.
1: <laughs> <Blech>. <laughs> it's like a Mother Zord. No, no, that sounds dumb. Megazord, my Mamasode. <laughs> um, uh, like a lot of the punches
2: feel like there isn't really a ton of weight to them because of how slow everything moves.
0: It's um big O syndrome. Yeah. yeah. which I like big O, so I don't have a problem with it, but it's very much of like I think this is slow as shit. Yeah. I
2: don't know. It's one of those things where I never it's one one of the many things where you never notice it until you see a movie do it right. Yeah. Like uh like Pacific Rim yeah. has so amazing, like, weight and impact on all of it. Yeah. So that when you watch something like this, it feels like they're trying to fight in water. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree.
1: Well, I was going to say, this feels like they were trying to pull a Pacific Rim and they couldn't
0: quite get it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah everything that has giant They should just
2: harkened way back and just had two people, one guy in like, a, a bunch of gold paint on him, for, and the other one's wearing, like, a suit of the Mechazoo. <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> um... But, yeah. And, like, the action, when they're there's I again they need it would be so cool if there was more the when they're like fighting the rock monsters it does feel pretty good other than the
1: bad slowdown yeah Um, I think that
0: the choreography is actually pretty good with it yeah Yeah. Uh, but uh, you can
1: tell that they wanted to use too much slowdown though because even whenever like they're going for their first face-off against Rita they feel the need to do a slowdown when they're picking their weapons yeah yeah that
2: like they're going for a kick and she picks up her staff and it slows down yeah yeah
0: yeah um for the most part, I think the fighting is good. You don't get nearly enough of it. Mm-mm. I would have, honestly, this is just a Power Rangers, a nerd thing for me. I would have loved if their first time trying to fight actual putties was out of costumes and on a playground. Yes, I yeah. would have loved it so much. <laughs> like I don't know, <laughs> I would
1: have loved that too. I was hoping that was going to happen, but it didn't. Yeah,
2: like I, I think we need to bring back bad old techniques for stuff like that. Like, yeah, make more miniatures, make more. Guys in costumes fighting in a
1: field. Yes, please. Like, Make I, more people doing somersaults over a camera that's laying down in the grass.
2: I think, genuinely, I, I think that's why I ended up loving Kamen Rider Geats so much because it really is that. Yeah. Like, everyone's just a bunch of dudes in suit whacking
0: each other with toys. Yeah. And it's fucking great. It's great, man. Do that more. Yeah. Do that more. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they fight the putties here. It's a pretty cool action scene. Um, you get a classic line and it's it's such, a, time. it's such a good thing. It's like let's go Power Rangers and then Alpha's like go go Power Rangers and then you get 10 seconds of the song and it's so I cool. more. It's such a good fucking song. And you song. get that classic thing of every uh, in the intro and the Power Rangers going. They recreate that shot of all the Zords. Ah, oh, so good. Like, ah oh, man. It's, it's a shame
2: they don't even like, I mean like you don't have to have the lyrics the whole time but like I wish they just let the song go because like that is like a fucking top 20 at
0: least theme song. Yes, easily. Like, yeah. come on. It's great. Uh, yeah, they, they do that. They end up going to town, fighting all the putties in their zords. They uh, fight Goldar and lose. And then they fall into the Zeo Crystal And then pit. they die. It's crazy. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: Credits
0: roll. <laughs> and that's when they become the Megazord because Zeo, Zeo Energy hits them. Uh if you didn't know Power Rangers, you would just assume they melted together as one giant robots. Uh I mean I'll say this this design
2: of of it does feel less like a bunch of robots combined than yeah. usually it does. I actually
0: dislike this one Zord, Like the Megazord in particular. Uh-huh. I think it's kind of a lame design. Yeah.
2: Like I think it again, like, it's one of the things where I think the It's really important that the the Megazord does just look like a bunch of robots cobbled together because that brings the unity of it all. Yeah. The fact that it's like, yeah, they're just all in that much sync that they can wield this unwieldy beast.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Uh, But that's not what this is. It's just basically a giant mech Power Ranger. (laughs) That is kind of the design of it. Um, They And also that
1: they even have like the... I I stole this uh, saying from E, but like the galaxy in a fishbowl on their chest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when did I say that? For Princess Mononoke. Oh, huh. Yeah, not on the chest part, but like uh, you're saying that the uh, nature god in that one, whenever oh, it's in his yeah, nighttime yeah, creature yeah. form, looks like um, looks like a galaxy in a fishbowl, and okay, I really yeah, yeah, liked yeah. that one. <laughs> but yeah, like all the Power Rangers had that on their chest. R uh, was almost like the galaxy in a fishbowl look yeah. on there, and yeah. so did the Megazord. But that's pretty much. When it came to their Zords, like that's the only thing that was really in common. That's what I
2: was saying. It's not a bad design on its own. It's that it's the Megazord. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like Uh, every kid who had that toy knows how cool it is that it's a bunch of robots. Yeah. That's
0: why it's cool. Uh, You
2: you spent $100 on those toys and goddamn, you're going to put them together.
0: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Goldar fight isn't as long as I'd like it to be. No. But you can only do so much with that with the style that we're going for. Uh, Killed Goldar. All the putties go away. They. Bitch, bitch slav Rita, Rita in into space.
2: space. I really, really wish it did like the the like anime ding when yeah. like they fly into
1: space. The- <laughs> Team Rocket blasting away. Bing.
2: <laughs> it's funny that it's like associated with Team Rocket now when that was just a trope. Yeah, yeah. Like er- all the anime did it at the time. Yeah, they all
1: did it at the time, but Pokemon did it every single episode. Yeah,
2: I think you're underestimating how much anime did it a lot. <laughs>
0: Uh, But yeah, that happens. They all go back to their lives. And one thing that I don't like, or one thing that I do like is, like, they go back to their lives and, like, things aren't suddenly just great. No. Like, they're still in the bad situations that they were in, but they feel better about them now. Uh, The only one that I would say is slightly different is... Jason. Jason, who his dad, who in the fight of it all, Jason gets out of his Zord and goes and saves his father. And his father just has this, like, sixth sense about it's Jason, basically. Jason. And so... Uh, his dad has like a news clipping of like, Red- Power Rangers save the day, and he like puts it on the fridge and stuff like that. And he like has respect for his son now or whatever. Uh, I mean,
1: there's a little bit more with Trini too of like how she started to actually at least get along with her younger brothers this time. Yeah, so I she's putting I an never got to... the
2: hint that she like didn't get along with her younger brothers though. I I feel like it was only her parents. She kind of had like this feeling like she didn't like any of her family. I don't know. Like the one thing with her younger brothers is she says the superhero things are like cool. Like that that doesn't strike me as like not having a great relationship with your siblings.
0: Yeah, I think that they're fine with that. Like, uh, I don't think
2: like it's a particularly amazing uh, relationship they have right. or anything. But like, yeah,
0: I, I it feels like out of her whole
2: family, she t- tolerates her siblings. Like yeah. doesn't mind them. <laughs> Uh, Listen, you, when you're siblings, that goes a long way sometimes. A long way. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: Zach gets uh scene where his mom beats him at chess. Uh, and metaphorically beats cancer. <laughs> man, you'd hope, I guess. Uh, Billy's fine. His normal life is still just happening. Uh, nothing with Kimberly. Get nothing with her. She exists still.
1: Uh, I think the most you get is because like she lost her friends at the beginning of the movie, her old friends, but now she has like her new found family. Yeah, yeah, she just has a random picture that I don't know when this was taken. They got it- Alpha Five to take the picture. That's my canon.
2: <laughs> yeah, but like he should have told them that you were taking a picture. Alpha aren't even looking at anything.
1: Nah, man, no, well, they're doing the superhero pose. <laughs> Billy's
0: like looking to the left away from the camera. Alpha's a perv, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's canon. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. It is, actually. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, movie ends. You get a post credit scene, which <laughs> yeah, well made, me, silently. made me so hype in the theater. Oh, yeah. Because I meanless Saw this opening night. Dry the only one sitting there <laughs> in the theater at this point. Um, and you get a whole, and we have a new person in detention today, Tommy. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy. Tommy! And then Billy's locker blows up again. Yep. Uh, but it hints that they're going to have Tommy in the next movie, and there's never going to be a next movie.
2: <laughs> Dry is going to get rich just to fund the next
0: Power Rangers. I'll do it. <laughs> God damn it. You give me $100 million. I'm in. Uh, so, yeah. That is Power Rangers 2017. Let's go ahead and give it some scores and whatnot. Let's go with you again, E. So, this is one that is
2: really hard to rate, ultimately, <laughs> because of the fact it is not a good movie in like a traditional sense. (laughs) That's the biggest issue is there's so many issues of it from a movie standpoint, but from it being a power Rangers movie, it's so much fun. I, again, I still think it's a little long. I think he could have trimmed a lot of the middle of this movie. Yeah. But like, it's, it's just fun. If you like power Rangers, I think you would like this movie. I This is one of the few times I didn't hear anyone like being like, oh, this is a terrible Power Rangers movie, too. There was a
0: lot of that at the time. The one, the biggest criticism that everybody on the internet attached to is one that we joked about in this, of the Krispy Kreme name drop so much and having it be so important to the plot. People were boycotting this movie because it had Krispy Kreme in it so prominently. As we know, Jason was allergic to Krispy Kremes in the original series,
2: so it does make <laughs> sense.
0: <laughs> it's just, Specifically Krispy Kremes. It's just people being like, oh, this is clearly just made to advertise to people. But like <laughs> it's, Power, it's Rangers. Power Rangers, dude. Oh man, it, it annoyed me because I think that that did contribute to the box office fail of this.
2: I don't know. I don't. So, as much as nerds on the internet like to imagine, they don't make up that much of people who actually watch movies.
0: Yeah, but I like think a lot I think of,
2: just a lot of people didn't feel like watching a Power Rangers movie at the time.
0: Yeah, and that's let's stop it though. Do it anyway. <laughs> Blame Marvel if anyone. Yeah, you're right.
2: I You're do right. all the time. I blame them for, st- I blame them for everything. They probably blame started the Holocaust. <laughs> Both of those.
0: <laughs> can I say that? Actually, I don't know. You if can that. say it, but it's wrong. I mean, it's
2: so factually incorrect that I can get away with it. I think that's how <laughs> it
0: works. Half of the biggest superheroes are X-Men, yeah. which their entire inspiration is the fucking is gay the panic from the <laughs> 70s and 80s yeah. and the Holocaust. insensitive Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, though, Disney's Marvel has a,
1: almost nothing to do with X-Men, though. Yet. Yet. <laughs> They're trying, but not yet. Wolverine's
2: going to be in Deadpool 4? 3.
1: 3? Deadpool 3, yeah. The fourth one, though.
0: No? No?
2: Yeah, there was Deadpool, Deadpool 2, and Deadpool Once Upon a Christmas.
0: Which is Deadpool 2, but censored. Yeah. Because they wanted to test the waters to see if when Disney bought Fox, if they could get away with a PG-13. They couldn't. They couldn't. <laughs> Luckily. Anyway, so all this to say, like, rating-wise, it
2: is kind of hard to really rate this as a movie. I'm going to give it... I'm going to rate it specifically as a movie. Okay. And I think a 6 out of 10 is fair for it as a
0: movie. Okay.
2: But I did genuinely enjoy it a lot. And watching this after Brightburn was so good because it made me have fun.
0: (laughs) Look at what that cast of Brightburn can do with material.
2: Yeah, look at what they can do. The dad had like half the lines and he did a better job.
0: Yeah. Elizabeth Banks isn't as great as Rita in this. Oh, yeah. She's so oh, good. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks
1: is a really great actress when she has enough to work with. Yeah, she's so like, good. She has had too. some, I don't know if it's like a contractual thing, but she's been in some movies to where like, you could tell they just didn't give her a lot to work with, and so she's just doing her best, but the director's like, you know what, it's fine, I don't fucking care. To be fair, she is probably one of the best parts of
2: Brightburn.
0: She is, easily. Yeah. Uh, she, I'm. this is... I mean, whenever I
1: say if like, they didn't really give her much to work with, I'm thinking of movies like movie 42.
0: Right. She is, and I'm not even kidding when I say this, probably one of the greatest comedic actresses of our time. She is so good. She just has a great humor mind. Like, she's willing to go all the way. There's a reason why she's the director of Cocaine Bear.
1: Nice. I didn't know she directed it, but I really love that fact.
0: Yeah. Uh... So, 6.5e, uh, you said? Six, I said. Six, I don't oh, use, okay. I don't use decimals. Uh, six point... Uh, yeah, I'm the one, uh, one that uses decimals. 6.9 plus three, got it. Uh, <laughs> also, decimals, <laughs> not decibels. You do use decibels. What? Edibles? <laughs> <laughs> Robbie. <said> <laughs> what's your final thoughts and rank? So, like, I do agree with E.
1: This movie is, like, fundamentally flawed. Like, you can tell if they had identity issues because they're trying to keep up with the marvel movies at the time and then they tried the whole michael bay thing and trying to keep up with pacific rim and like trying to push that all into one movies while also being the power rangers but they also had to put the music of the time but also had to do nostalgia of the 90s and like that didn't work out very well either and there's like some weird choppy things with some of the acting too, who are like they're just not like i feel like some of those takes probably needed more takes like
0: yeah, there's some weird ADR in there. Yeah, there's some weird
1: back and forth between the characters, too, of, like, yeah. they don't know exactly what emotion to use for some of them. Like you said with Zach, wherever, like, he had weird yelling issues whenever he was, like, telling his story instead of just being somber and sad about his situation. I'm sad. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, this movie fundamentally is very flawed. But, man, is it a fun movie. <laughs> and, like, one, another thing, like, that was one of the biggest things for me was, like, the weird CGI. Because, like, when the CGI is good in this movie, it's really good. Mm-hmm. But whenever it's bad... Oh man, is it noticeable? <laughs> yes,
0: yeah. There and, are some times where the Zords look like they came right out of the '90s show.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there's one <laughs> shot in particular that was a throwback to the '90s show, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's that, like I said, the weird thing, like with Kimberly going backwards down to the uh, into the pool, not coming back up. Um, you can tell that they really tried with like the water thing of like how there was just like a space wherever the water wasn't hitting, but you can tell they were just like touching the top surface of water. Yeah, but like all in all, this movie is still fun to watch. Like it is nostalgic for people like me and dry who watch power Rangers as kids. And I feel like this could actually be a good introduction to kids who like never got to watch it. Like you in the nineties, Um but like you, the flaws are still there, but it's still fun. So like, I can't give it a bad rating because all in all, it is still a very enjoyable movie, even with the flaws that it has. And so i give it a 7.5 out
0: of 10. Okay. Uh, Man, this is some of the best Power Rangers we've had in a very long time. It is. Um, I honestly really do love this movie. It was one of those... Uh, we watched this in 4K, by the way. It was one of those 4Ks that I've wanted for a really long time, because it was for a very long time. I think you can still look up on a bunch of lists. This is like one of the movies to watch in Dolby Vision, uh, which is one of the HDR uh, standards. There's 10, 10 plus in Dolby. And... This is like one of those ones, it's like this and Fury Road and Pacific Rim are the ones you're going to see on like every list of like, if you want to see how fucking cool Dolby Vision is, watch this movie. Like, Blade this Runner. is why it exists. Blade Runner, actually, no. Oh. Has very poor HDR, and the reason for that is because- It's old. Uh, the director, uh, Ridley Scott, is very anti-HDR because it's a post-process, and he says, any color grading that you do should be fundamentally in the camera, because otherwise it's not filmmaking and it's not art. Fair enough. Um, he's wrong. HDR can be very good. <laughs> if it's done well, if it's yeah. still to the director's standard and what they wanted for the product, I think it's totally fine. And I think this is one of those things like...
2: I mean, artist intent is always bar none what you should focus on. Like, it, It's the thing. Uh, there's always debates about people because there's a bunch of people who will interpolate uh, a lot of cartoons into 60 FPS and uh it's bad because yep. it's not what the cartoon was made for it fucks up the timing of a lot of shots it makes these weird artifacts all the time yeah and it's just bad and uh i'm gonna say if you like it fuck you actually uh you're not allowed to <laughs> no well yes but uh, <laughs> not as harsh as that uh but, like, artist intent is the most important thing. Because there are people like, well, there's nothing wrong with 60 FPS animation. It's like, if someone makes a 60 FPS animation, yeah, that's not wrong. Yeah. But if you take someone's 24 FPS animation and interpolate it to 60, there is something wrong there. Yes, yes.
0: Uh, but, yeah, this is really, really good Power Rangers. I think that it does the original character's uh, justice. It's... When it is doing Power Ranger shit, it's really good Power Ranger shit. There for just the needs most to be part. more of it. There needed to be more of it. There needed to be another twenty minutes of Power Ranger shit in there. Even just in the middle. Throw a little bit of Power Rangers yeah. in there. Have like, some fun with it.
1: Throw a like, oh, like Rita actually is a real person. She threw putties at us. Now we have to fight fight putties. Yeah. Like, like now the stakes are up. That would have been a good like middle road of them like becoming more of a team.
0: Yeah. There's some stuff you could have done in there. I don't like the music choices for a lot of this. It's very much of the day music choices in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the acting, for the most part, nailed it. They did a really good it's job. as of good being... as
2: the original, at least.
0: <laughs> it's, it's much better, trust me. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I think they did a really good job of like being teenagers and being sort of shitty and being like rebellious in their own ways. It is super fun. I cannot give this a un... Filtered score. I'm sorry. I just this is one of those things. Nostalgia is blinding me. This movie is like a nine. You're not gonna get a. (laughs) You're not gonna get a better Power Rangers movie than this.
1: I mean, it's also your opinion. Like, like we were saying, this movie is very fun. Like, if you don't really care about the movie choices, or you can like overlook some of the janky CGI that they do, and like just enjoy the movie for what it is, then yeah, like a nine totally makes sense
0: for this movie. It's it's powered by nostalgia. It's powered by knowing what you missed in a sequel. It's (laughs) It's <laughs> I, this deserves a sequel. I peaked so hard right there. Uh, uh, give us Tommy, goddammit! it! Give us Tommy. Uh, yeah, this is a nine for me. I love this movie. It's super fun. It's super Power Rangers. I I hope the world gives Power Rangers a shot like this once again. I hope so too. I
2: think so. I think. Well, for one, Power Rangers never like stopped. Actually. No, it still it still goes. Yeah, still new seasons that's out there.
0: The, that's the thing a lot of people don't realize. Yeah, yeah uh but that was the episode uh-huh uh thank you guys for listening to this one yeah i really liked watching this again i, liked yeah, showing it I to guys. It was so no, it was a fun movie to watch it really <laughs> was the way he talked about
2: this you would think he was gonna like show us the godfather or something like a grandiose movie that everyone uh, he like, was excited to show it to us yeah i know i'm not saying he's not allowed to be excited yeah, I, That's exactly what you're saying. My favorite movie is Edna's <laughs> Big Picture Show. Yeah, and people you're are allowed, allowed to show to that like, too. Yeah, people are allowed to like movies that aren't inherently actually like amazing movies. which <laughs> Unlike Edna's <laughs> Big Picture Show and Power Rangers. Exactly. Honestly. Thank you. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, if you guys want to get a hold of us for any reason, we have a link tree, L-A-N-K-T-R.E-E slash L O I P. Gives you a link to all our social medias, all the podcast stuff, and our Twitch stream. Yesterday, I should have been playing Luigi's mansion. uh probably didn't beat it, but there's a chance I did if we went
0: extra long.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: um Saturday,
1: Dry is playing Hellblade.
0: might finish it. Yeah it depends.
1: He, I feel like he might finish it. we'll see if we go extra long. <laughs> <laughs> like we did last night, or yeah,
2: last like we did. Week? Yeah, last week. yeah. <laughs> yeah. and the archives there, of course, if you want to catch the streams after yes they're archived.
0: Yes, those are all over on our YouTube Archive channel. Eventually, we'll make it seem like it's a thing we're supposed to have. Um, Anything else? Is that it? Uh, That's it for now. Yep. All right. Well, thank you, Robbie. Mm -hmm. Thank you, E. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening out there. We'll be back next week with some more great stuff. Robbie. Yo. Get us out of here.
1: So if you're out and about, make sure to be kind to one another. Make sure to be safe. (laughs) Got to bring that back. <laughs> Nostalgia. <laughs> but also, whether you've listened to us since the very beginning or this is the first time you've listened, thank you for listening. I totally chopped that one up. <laughs> <laughs> whether you're listening or not, listen. Listen here, you unlistener. <laughs> <laughs> whether this is the very first time you've listened to us or you've been with us since the very beginning,
0: thank you for listening. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.
3: Bye.
1: going. Okay, he ran out of breath.